Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be continuing our series on characters of Proverbs and discussing the prudent man. All right. Well, let's get going on another week. I'm kind of yeah. ready to jump right into this. I am um, too. Uh, I don't know if I got a good night's sleep last night or something, but I'm full of energy and ready to, to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I, I think as, as ministers, we have to be ready to talk, don't we? Yeah, that's true. We, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I get back from minister's retreat on Monday, and uh, one of the comments that was made was, I don't know how any of y'all get in a word in it as wise. Yeah. They're all preachers. And I said, well, we just take turns listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so um, no, I don't know if it's so much taking turns listening or if it's taking turns waiting, thinking to talk. about yeah, waiting to talk, but thinking about what you're going to say while yeah. somebody else is talking. Yeah, that is a part of it. Um, so anyway, the prudent, right? And uh, you know, the, the prudent, the prudent person, the prudent man, the prudent woman, the prudent individual, the prudent child, whatever. Yeah, the prudent. Yeah. What is what does the word prudent even mean? Well, that's actually kind of where I wanted to start yeah. um, because sometimes when you just think about someone who is prudent, um, a lot of times it's, it's like a synonym. Synonym, not a cinnamon, but a synonym. I do like cinnamon. Though. Um, it's a synonym of wisdom. Right. Yeah. Like, like you think like being prudent and being wise are kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, but they're very different actually. They, they go hand in hand. They, they do go hand in hand. Yeah. I, so I guess that's kind of like a lot like wisdom and knowledge. Yes. That go hand in hand, but do, there's, do really have very different definitions. Yeah. So yeah, Proverbs 18, 8, 12 actually talks about that. It says, I wisdom dwell with prudence. Yeah. And I find knowledge. And discretion, right? Yep. So it's all yep. it's all very much tied together, but there are subtle differences between them. Yep. So so prudent, the prudent person, uh, and, and prudent itself means the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. Hmm. So it's the application of that wisdom, the application of that knowledge, and mm-hmm. it's really a self-control yeah. that you have. So um, a, a definition I found to add to it um, that really goes with that self-control um, actually talked about like – um, I guess th- thinking of and looking to the future as you make decisions today, yeah, yeah. Um, which goes along with that self-control, you know, yeah. having um, things in mind for a later date mm-hmm. uh, in order to be self-controlled in the moment. Yeah. Well, in that, uh, and that definitely, I've got two more definitions. I, I would love to hear yours. I'm excited about that actually. But the, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason, well, it means that you're not, you're not so emotional that you're making decisions or doing things because of your mm-hmm. emotions. Yep. You're not so logical that you're unwilling to make certain decisions or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're able to, to govern and discipline yourself by reason. Yeah. And, and I think that's important. So what, what was the definition you had? Um, so uh, the one I have is acting with or showing care and thought for the future. Huh. Okay. Um, uh, other words that go along with it uh, is commonsensical. Um, uh, forethoughtful, well-judged. Some um, of those words just seem fake. <laughs> right? Uh, Commonsensical. Um, but uh, it, obviously dictionary uses it in a sentence, but yeah. uh, no prudent money manager would authorize a loan without first knowing his purpose. In other yeah. words, you're, you're considering uh, the future. Yeah. You're, you're having forethought in yeah. what you're doing in the moment. Yeah. So the, the other two I've got, the, the second one is skill, and good judgment mm-hmm. in the use of your resources. Yeah. Uh, so so being able to know what you have and how you can use it and then 
doing so. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one is, and, and I really like this one, uh, it is caution or circumspection as to danger or risk. So it's being aware like that. Of, of what is around you. And specifically as we talk about sin or we talk yeah. about things that might entrap us, right? Yeah. Well, it's caution. And, and that word circumspection, circumspection you know, yeah. you can kind of break that down. It's yeah. it's a circle. Like yeah. it, that's where we get the word circumcised from it's as well. Uh, to, all around, to, 360. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so it's it's to danger or risk. So there's some synonyms, not cinnamons, but some synonyms <laughs> that are carefulness, mm-hmm. uh, caution, and wariness. And uh, the the proverb that I think best goes along with that third definition, that, that caution, the circumspection, and danger, is Proverbs 27.12. It says, mm-hmm. the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. So I, as as I read that, man, I, I try to like, oh man, I try to have like a live action movie playing in my head, <laughs> right? Of how would this play out, of 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 this particular proverb? And so I think of two, two men, mm-hmm. and these two men are are in, let's say they're in the the, uh, the 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 wilderness, and they're they're walking along, and they don't know that the other's there. They're just going along two different parts of the wilderness, and uh, one of them. Uh, sees ahead, is looking around, is, is paying attention because he's in the wilderness. So he's paying attention. And he's looking not only to to see the things around him, but he's looking for danger. He's making sure he's safe. And so he sees in the in the distance, he sees a lion. And he sees a lion crouching. And so instead of continuing on the path, he he goes and he and he hides himself. And he 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 takes care until he sees the lion has has moved on or is chasing something mm-hmm. else. Well the simple man He's walking along a different path, is, is going, and, and, and he goes, and he doesn't see the lion because he's so busy looking at the other things without really paying attention to what it might mean. He's just yeah. he's just walking along. He's simple. Yeah, he's just simple, right? Yeah. Well, he continues on the path, and guess what happens to the simple man? The lion gets him. Nom, 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 <laughs> right? Like, he doesn't live. He doesn't yeah. make it. And so as we as we think about that in regards to, to sin— and to our lives today, that the prudent individual is going to be going through life aware that, man, there are dangers out there. There are things in this life that can cause me to stumble, can cause me to fall. And I need to be on the lookout for those. I need to be mm-hmm. attentive to those. I need to be aware that they're out there. And if I see them coming, you know, there, there's a couple of scriptures, you know, flee. Yeah. Flee from these things. Well, that's the prudent man is going to go hide himself. He's going to avoid those things. The, the prudent man is, well, first is going to be a look, on the lookout and aware yes. and then go hide himself. Yeah, exactly. It, then is going to to take action based on the, the knowledge that he has gleaned exactly. because he exercised his prudence. Yeah. And the simple man is not. The yeah. simple man's gonna gonna walk through life not paying attention to the dangers or potential pitfalls. Yeah. Is not gonna notice that there's a slippery slope with certain things. Is not gonna notice that yeah. there's a cliff just in front of them. Is not gonna notice these 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 traps that Satan has placed in front of them, and is gonna fall into every one of them. Yeah. And and that's a it's an interesting thought when you consider that that the prudent hides from danger. Yep. Because he's trying to protect his soul. And and so we we have to make sure that we do that. Now, to just play a little um, a devil's advocate. Yeah, I mean, How I could hate you to advocate I, I for hate, Satan. Okay, <laughs> that's why I, I hate to use that phrase. Yeah. But also, it's not really like I'm trying to argue the opposite side yeah, here. Yeah. 
Um, but but even, to present a different viewpoint. But to, to present, pre- to present a different viewpoint. Yeah. Um, I think there can be times when um, we almost become too questioning of the world around us. For sure. And um, too cautious. Too cautious. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. Yes. Um, to be in the world yeah. does not mean that you're, you know, turning around, looking over your corn, over your shoulder ev- yeah. every single moment. We, yeah. we, we live in a world that's fallen and broken. Yep. Um, and we, we have to be okay with that yep. without thinking that like, Everybody's always out to get me. Correct. Now, to go along with that, Jesus tells us that that we are to be like little children. Now, yeah. little children are very much trusting. Trusting. Yeah. They're very much uh, reliant. Now, our reliance should be on God. Yes. Not on, um, not on man. But I think that's where wisdom and prudence go hand yeah. in hand. Well, because it, if we are only relying on our own prudence, then yes. we have no trust in God. Correct. Um, if we are um, wise in the use of our prudence and yeah. um, the use of the knowledge that, that the prudence gains us, then then that's when we're really following what, what God has laid out for us. Yeah. So. Well, and, and Jesus also says we need to be wise as serpents and, and innocent as doves, as doves right? Yeah. So so there there is there is that balance, right? And we have to have that balance. And yeah. I... I think I think often we we confuse the idea of caution with inaction. Yeah. And caution is not inaction, right? Remember and even in the little story in my mind, right? Well, the man waited until the danger was past. Yeah. And then continued. Yeah. We we can't stop what we're doing because something might be out there. Exactly. We have to be aware that exactly. things are that, out that's there. That's kind of the point that I'm that I'm yeah. trying to get at. Things yeah. are out there, but that we still have a mission. Exactly. We still have a responsibility. We still have a job as Christians. Yeah. And so I, I think it is important that we that we don't allow fear to sideline us. Exactly. Right? That we don't put ourselves on the injured reserve mm-hmm. because we might don't, break an ankle. Don't let your prudence and um, and awareness and um, knowledge of life and circumstances around you cause you to fall into fear. Yeah. Don't, don't uh, let it become a hindrance. Yeah. J- just because you know Satan's out to get you does not mean for a second you should be afraid of him. Exactly. And and so that kind of goes right along with uh, Proverbs 13, 16. In everything, the prudent acts with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that word there, acts, I think is critical to it. The prudent acts with knowledge, but a fool flaunts his folly. Hmm. You know, we... We often consider, or at least I, I often consider, whether or not what I'm saying is braggadocious, whether what I'm saying is 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 humble, whether I am, um, you know, in fact, I was going to send an email earlier this week, and I almost all of my emails that go to a particular group or particular, I, I have a Alyssa read. I say, hey, yeah. does this sound Just okay? Read over it real quick. Yeah. Is this is this good? Like. Is there anything I need to change? Yep. I have so, our secretaries do that a whole bunch before yeah. I send out a mass email. Yes. Yep. And so she she sent back and she said, well, you're talking about this and it, it seems a little braggy. In my mind, I wasn't at all trying to be braggy. Yeah. I was, was trying to make a point, but I, I read through it again and I was like, yeah, that, okay. you know, texting's the same way. That's the downside of yeah. the world that we live in today. The yeah. way that we communicate today is that you can't read tone over no, text. You can't. Um, Little side note, I'm going to chase a rabbit, but it was kind of funny. I was uh, texting my mom the other day. Yeah. Um, it was actually like in a group chat with my whole family. And um, 
you know, like nowadays, if somebody ends every sentence of a text, like they text you like three sentences in yeah. one text and they end every sentence in a period. Yeah. You, what, they're angry. Yeah. They are upset. That's what I'm saying. It, it seems like they're giving you attitude, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I told my mom. Yeah. And she's She was texting about something. I don't even remember what it was, but she's, it was like a three sentence text and she ended every sentence with just a period. And I was like... Okay, Miss Attitude. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and obviously my mom's from the generation where that's punctuation just, is important yeah. and that's the appropriate punctuation for what she was saying. Yeah. And, and so my brother, my yeah. brother had to explain to her periods nowadays are attitude. Yes. Exclamation point is exciting and there's no in between. <laughs> yeah, there isn't. There might, maybe so, an emoji, right? Yeah. That could indicate like a, eh, exactly. Something. Yeah. But, but anyways, that, that's just the world that we live in today yeah. is, uh, you, you cannot, um, read into anybody's tone yeah. and it's incredibly difficult to try to convey tone yes. when you're just sending an email or a text. Exactly. Well, and, and so, you know, I, I had to be very, I've got to be very careful about what I say and how I speak. Right. And yep. not only because I'm a Christian, I live in a glass house or I live in a glass bowl because of that, but yep. I'm also a minister. Right. Yep. So, um, so there's, there's part of that and you understand that. Yep. Well, but, but the idea here that the fool flaunts his folly, how many times, and, and this is more of a, rhetorical question, especially for those of you guys listening. How many times have you heard someone talk about their past sin and there was no remorse coming from their discussion? Hmm. They were almost talking about it and reminiscing on it as if it was something they wish they could go back to. Yeah. As if it was like a, here's the terrible life that I lived and, yeah. and why you shouldn't fall back into it. Man, I had so much fun. I had when so I much this. fun, but <laughs> yeah, right. Like and that happens, doesn't it? Yep. And that that's that's foolish. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about sinning, we're talking about going against God, we're talking about <laughs> disobeying his will and here we are. And and I I know I have been a part of this too, right? Saying, "Man, I had so much fun when I did that, but it's awful, it's terrible, so you shouldn't do it." Yeah. Well, what kind of that's like that's that's like asking someone to try some food and you're like, "Dude, it's awful and terrible and it smells awful, but here try it." Yeah. Like it, it's backwards. Like yeah. That's not – if you want someone to try food, you tell them it's good. If you want someone to stop doing something, you tell them it's bad. Yep. There can be no opposite to that. Yep. And so I think the, the idea there that the prudent – Flaunts the, his folly. It, well, the fool flaunts his folly. The prudent, oh, acts, yeah, yeah. The, the prudent acts with knowledge yep. and isn't concerned about what it may look like or see or any – it is just simply doing what is right because it's according to God's will. Um, so, you know, I, I think, I think there's, and there's a whole lot more Proverbs that, that go along with the prudent. We we don't have time to get into all of them today, but I think there was a, um, a a parable or a story, uh, that, that you were wanting to share that I actually have already had written down in my notes, which is, it's, it's almost like we're talking about the same character today. Um, (laughs) but I'll, I'll let you go ahead and read it and we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Luke chapter 14 is, uh, where it comes from actually. And, um, Jesus is, uh, doesn't use the word prudent and doesn't tell people that they should be prudent, but, um, he's saying the exact same kind of thought process. Uh, Luke chapter 14, um, I'll go ahead and start in verse 25 and just uh, read through it. It's not too long. Yeah. Um, it says, Now great crowds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. 
Whoever, uh, For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able to... Uh, with ten thousand men, with ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand, and if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Jesus is saying you have to to count the cost. You yeah. have to to consider the the risks you have to to weigh the effect that this is going to have on your life because yeah if you truly are a follower of mine it's going to to have an effect yeah on your life it should it well if it doesn't then you're not <laughs> exactly that, that that's kind yeah. of what Jesus is saying there's a yeah. lot of people following him yeah. and Jesus says if you're truly going to stick with me yeah then this is going to change your life. Yeah. Not in a, this is going to like change your eternal life, which absolutely, yes, it does. Yeah. But it's going to change your life today. Yeah. People are going to see you differently. People are going to treat you differently. Yeah. And so you better weigh, weigh the costs. Yeah. Count the costs. And, and so Jesus is telling his, his followers, you need to exercise some prudence here. You have to understand what you're getting into. Absolutely. Do I think you should, uh, follow Jesus, absolutely. But you got to count the cost. This yeah. isn't going to be something that's easy. Correct. And and I think, you know, I, I love the, the analogy he uses, uh, you know, one, building a tower. I mean, mm-hmm. haven't you always wanted to build a tower? <laughs> right. Like, be great, you know, yeah. just have like a tower in your backyard of stone. Yeah. Anyway. It, but, it was really cool one time I was on a mission trip in high school um, and uh, youth minister used it as an analogy, uh, but there was a unfinished building in the place that we went oh, nice. uh, for our mission trip and uh, quite literally like unfinished abandoned, like the, yeah. the, the owner of the building ran out of money halfway through building it. He did not count the cost or if he did, he was terrible at math. He counted um, incorrectly. And, um, <laughs> and the building got halfway built yeah. and then stopped and it was abandoned. It's been like that for, for decades. Yeah. Um, and well, it's a, a prime example of, wow, that's exactly what Jesus is talking about. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, not only – so say we go and decide that uh, we're going to build a new church building somewhere. Yeah. Right. Plan a church. Yeah, we plan a church. And we we, we plan out all the, the building costs, the materials, the cost of land, all of that. But we don't ever – we don't factor in any potential extra things that may happen. Mm-hmm. Well, if something extra happens, just one extra thing, mm-hmm. we're out of luck. Yep. So part of that planning is also planning for potential mishaps, potential hazards, potential flooding, potential yep. whatever. And and I think we we sometimes we sometimes miss that in our daily lives. Yeah, we we only plan for I've got an appointment at ten thirty. The drive is thirty minutes. I'm going to leave at ten. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not ideal yeah. because if you're in one minute of traffic, you're technically late, right? Like we mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we're planning for for things to go wrong yeah. in a sense. And I, I think 
yeah, we struggle with that uh, just in in daily life. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, this that's even a principle that that folks who are not followers of Christ use. You know that yeah. there's there's examples like this all the time that that are instructing people to to count the cost to yeah. to be prudent in their the the use of whatever. Um, yeah. You know, there, there's a story told actually on a TV show um, about a, an architect who uh, set out to build a library. Um, it was a, a big project, first project that, uh, like first big project he ever got assigned. And yeah. um, and everything was perfect. He planned out all of the the the, the structure, the the build. It, it, was, it was planned out perfectly. Yeah. But then as they started to open up the library and in the following months, the library began to collapse and, and to fall inside. And, and the architect was like, what is going on? This, this was structurally sound. perfect. It was sound. It, it was, it was literally just, just perfect. He forgot to account for the weight of the books Oh, because it was a library. Yeah. And there's tons and tons of books in there. Yeah. There's a lot of people who, who forget to account for the weight of the books in their life. Yep. But what's even worse is when we forget to account for the weight of the books in our spiritual life. Yeah. Because sometimes we'll say, okay, following Jesus, that means that, you know, I'm not going to to do this sin. I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to steal. Yeah. I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. Um, but we forget to account for the weight of the books in that it's more than just what I don't do. It's what I should do. Yeah. Well, and, and even those things that we know we're not supposed to do, when it comes time to make that decision, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder when you're in the moment to choose not to sin yeah. than it is if you've already made that choice. Exactly. And so if, if we are saying that we are Christians, well, then all of those decisions ought to be made well beforehand, right? Well, yeah. okay, I'm not going to go in and steal. And you go up and, you know, as a, as a teenager, you're, you're with your friends at the mall and they say, you know, hey, let's just, just take this, just yeah. take this new video game, take this new shirt, take this whatever. Nobody will notice. It's just a little thing. Well, if you've already made that decision, the answer is no, right? If, mm-hmm. if it's regarding, uh, you know, uh, premarital relations, well, if you've already made that decision, the answer is still hard in the moment, but the answer yep. is still no, it's the same answer. It's the same yeah. answer, and and so we we have to make sure that we are counting the cost spiritually, mm-hmm. and that we make all of those decisions beforehand, so that when it comes time to to decide in in real time, yeah. the decision's already made. We simply have to follow through. Exactly. So, well, I I don't know that I have too much else. Um, I mean, I could probably tell stories and go on for a while. <laughs> As you can tell, I've already had a lot of stories about this, but I think people are, are getting the point. Um, yes, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right. I hope so. That's kind of uh, the point of, of this podcast, but, um, but no, to, to have knowledge is one thing to have wisdom is another, and that's yeah. fantastic. Um, but when you talk about the day-to-day life yeah. as a Christian, yeah. you have to be prudent in um, the use of your time, prudent yeah. in the, the actions that you take. Yeah. Um, it, it's a a more of a day-to-day thing than yeah. just being knowledge or being knowledgeable or, or having wisdom in general. Yeah. 
you got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You got to be counting the cost of the things that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you've got to, you got to flee yeah. from the things that are bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I appreciate you talking about this. I'm going to, I'm going to let you close us out here in a second. I think you yeah. opened us up, so I'll let you close us Alrighty. out. Alrighty. Well, uh, we appreciate everyone uh, joining us this week. Uh, please come back as always on Fridays for our, our full episodes. And each Monday, don't forget, we have our conversation starters that come out as we're uh, going through the devotional book called Make a Change. So uh, join us for those on Mondays and uh, full episodes on Fridays. Thank y'all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, Look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a... An opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet, and you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes, and we just hope that you will that you'll reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it, and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.